Can you guys stop swearing? I have children over here. Next time you swear, I'm gonna call the cops. Fuck. I'm back. Hey, you know what's great is those th those people don't live next door to me anymore. They moved out. They're gone. <laughs> I'm perfectly okay with them not being there anymore. And we back. And we back. And we back. <laughs> so, it's Board Wrestling Fan. It's episode 337, and we're not airing live. I think it's 338, but I don't know anymore, so... Uh, you might be right. You no, it, it doesn't last, matter. The, well, the we'll, last we'll go with three thirty-seven. Last part one, two. Wait. The last one was three thirty-six. So this is three thirty-seven, as far as I can tell. Oh, okay, fair enough. I better fix some of the show notes, or else I'll keep making this mistake for years to come. That's <laughs> okay. I'm going to just tweet out that we're having technical difficulties and unable to air live. Look for the podcast around 3.15-ish Eastern. Yeah. I figured Cool. Yeah. Well, the show notes you pull up probably should be the 3.38 ones in the thing. Yeah, I got an email about it right. earlier, so let me... Uh... I think I put the data in there because <laughs> <laughs> let me just find these show notes. Here they are. Oh, uh, no, you know probably, what? I missed that one week, right? That's probably what fucked me up. Well, because we skipped two weeks, so that's uh, like we what happened? We had that one where we were supposed to have the guest, and the guest never got back to us, so we just said screw it. And then last week, I went to awake. So, yeah, I can understand why we didn't have, uh, why the show notes would be off by one. <laughs> I've been, and, and I've been, I've been gone since, what, June, July? Who knows, the last time I was on the show. <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, it's the first time we've been together in a while. Yeah, well, the last episode was in July, so. <laughs> it might have been the last one I was on, shit, yeah, was, I didn't was, realize. It was July 29th was the last episode. It was episode 336. And uh, let's see. Mark, G, and Joe try to remember what happened in the world of professional wrestling for the week. And keep oh, yeah, coming, and keep coming back. Was, yeah, keep coming that, back. That was, the, um, that was the day I came back from camp. Yeah, that's right. Keep coming back from, uh, to an historic announcement they seem to recall being made this past Monday. Uh, that was also the day that uh, Nikolai Volkov and uh, Grandmaster, uh, Grandmaster Sexay passed away. And of course, this week we lost Jim the Anvil Neidhart, so it's been a rough few weeks to be a wrestling fan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. Ah. And speaking of things that are rough, tonight is SummerSlam! I know, I'm already tired. <laughs> While we were waiting for Joe to get the show ready, I, was, I fell asleep and it's not even SummerSlam time yet. What the fuck is that shit? <laughs> you know, it's... it's it, it's just like I've been posting, like, "Hey, who wants to come over watch SummerSlam on a huge fucking screen?" And nobody's taken me up on this. It might literally be my girlfriend and I sitting outside watching this on a huge screen. Um, but like, you know, year a few years ago, it was easy to get people to come over to watch wrestling uh, in WWE uh -huh. in particular. Like, "Hey, there's a WWE pay per view. You want to come over? Yeah, cool. I'll be there." Now it's just like, eh, I don't know. It's WWE. 
I'm really into New Japan now. Uh, Ring of Honor. I don't want to watch WWE. It's, it's, it's WWE. It's wrestling. No one cares about wrestling anymore. That's too. You got to realize that's pretty much it. Is everybody that does still care about wrestling is now into like New Japan and Ring of Honor because WWE has been the same old shit for, uh, for the probably as long as we've had this uh, this show going. <laughs> and um, so yeah, it's it's really uh, you know like. People are like, oh, no, you know, you know, maybe we'll come by. We, we might stop by for a few minutes. <laughs> like, geez, I, I, yeah. I, I finally get a projector and I'm finally like, yeah, I can I can do this outdoor SummerSlam party I've been wanting to do and nobody wants to fucking come over. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> nah, you'll have fun anyway. I'll, 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 sit, I'll sit in my backyard and enjoy a, a giant fucking screen with pro wrestling on it. <laughs> and when, so when is party time? So when is party time like 1999 Joel party by himself because he's such a special guy? <laughs> and you won't feel obligated to watch all the shitty matches because there's like, it's going to be a seven hour show plus because they'll do overrun, right? Uh, yeah, there's 13 probably. matches on the fucking card, dude. There are three on the pre show alone. Yeah. And that's nuts. It's which, like, and, and they're not even matches that aren't worth watching. Like, well, I guess a couple of them are, but. There's... Yeah, I'd, I'd argue more than 50% of them are not worth watching. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so most the... of this is going to be like Raw and SmackDown rehash shit. So, so the there's B... a bunch of storylines that didn't even make the show. So the B team and the revival is what I'm looking forward to on the pre-show. And I, I'd like to see Drew Gulak uh, win the Cruiserweight title if, if indeed that happens. Uh, like last night. Yeah, I don't. I don't even watch that show. What is he still doing his PowerPoint thing? Or no, he like or is he missed an old fly zone PowerPoint guy. He did both of those, right? Yeah, he did both. Uh he well, he's still got that, but he's more of like just this badass, like he's gonna beat the fuck out of you kind of guy now. Uh now, which, does, does he hate black people? Is that the storyline No, no, no. I I don't think so. I don't know. I haven't watched it in a little while either, but <laughs> I didn't even know he was number one contender. I just happened to see like the graphic for it somewhere, like, oh, hey, look, Drew Gulak. <laughs> Yeah, I noticed. I noticed that as well. I'm supposed to make predictions for this thing because I'm still a reigning champion in my fucking pool. But I don't really watch more. Or less. I don't even watch half of this shit. I don't even know the storylines. So I have to come on this show and ask you, and then I make my picks. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> you know? I, I can't even. I can't even tell you about that. Like, like, I, like right now, if you're betting, like uh, Alexander and the B team are both like odds-on favorites. Okay. I know the B team storyline. Like, I'm giving those guys a chance because I really did enjoy that first week. I'm, They've I'm, had some hiccups along the way, but I'm really upset that they changed their theme music in the last couple. I know, of weeks. and I I disagree with you on that. I, it should be shitty. No. That's the whole gimmick. It's I, they suck. I get that. Like, I I get that, and I and it's growing on me. But like that first week where it's like, no, where'd their badass fucking theme song go? <laughs> they be badass. They have to they have to sound like Jiffy Marker on a T-shirt, dude. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, well, yeah, no, and that's uh, that's one of the pre-show matches is the B team versus the Revival for the tag team uh, Raw tag team championships. Um, yeah, uh, the other ones that uh, Rusev Lana deal. Yeah, uh, that's the that's one of the other ones. Uh, Rusev and Lana versus Andrade, Cien Almas, and Zelina Vega in a mixed tag team match. Uh, and the, uh, of course, the other one, the cruiserweight title match we've referred to, Cedric Alexander defends against Drew Gulak. 
And uh, apparently, sh- all those matches have potential to be actually really good. They do, and and, and appar- apparently, apparently, Jack Gallagher and uh, Brian Kendrick are banned from ringside for the cruiserweight title match. They've Why? been uh, they've been like buddy buddy with uh, Drew Gulak, I think. So I, like I, the old faction type of thing. Yeah, I'm assuming of, Gulak's still a heel, right? Yeah, Gulak's still a heel, and Gallagher and Kendrick are are a heel faction, and I'm sure they've been probably. Like helping him out in matches and shit like that. I'm sure how, that's probably where the stipulation came from. How, how do you ban the Brian Kendrick? Um, you, I you know. Just, you just send him to the Price is Right. <laughs> You'd have to ask uh, Pip. I think he's the GM, right? It's uh, a British yeah, Spud. Dra- Drake, a Drake Maverick. <laughs> Rockstar Spud, yeah. right. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny because I've actually seen two. Uh, I've actually seen two people who were on The Price Is Right do their do their day jobs. I've seen uh, the Brian Kendrick wrestle, and I've seen uh, the guitar player for uh, uh, Killswitch Engage, <laughs> who was also a Price Is Right uh, contestant and winner at that. Oh, he listened to that one screaming lady in the audience. Smart dude. Yeah. Right. <laughs> You always got to listen to her. She knows her shit. Uh-huh. Total plant, though. Kayfabe. <laughs> <laughs> Who hosts that? It's Drew... Uh, uh, what's his fuck? The, the, the nerd fat dude hosts that show. It's still, right? Drew something or other. Drew, Drew oh, Carey. Drew Carey. Drew Carey, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, he's not fat anymore. He lost all, he lost all the weight, though. He's not he fat did. anymore. Yeah, he lost all the weight. Oh, good for him. Good for him. Oh, that's... That's cool. Like like Kevin Smith did too after that heart attack, right? Kind of yeah. smart, smartened him up. Well, yeah, I just good. saw him a picture with him, with I think with Jericho, and fucking, he's like oh, almost yeah. skinnier than Jericho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He. That's all, well, that's good, man. That's good. We don't want that guy dying. No, for sure. He's been doing like Weight Watchers, and like I was watching a video, a live video he was doing on Facebook one day, where he's like. This is the first time in my entire life I've ever eaten corn. What? <laughs> it was apparently the first time he had ever in his entire life eaten corn, and he did a Facebook Live video. Even by accident? Like, they put that shit in chili sometimes, you know? Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say, I was going to say, well, not actual, actual corn. He's probably had corn syrup. I, uh, corn syrup. Like, and nachos. And everything no, like, else, uh, you know? Yeah. But it was his first time. Well, corn syrup. I w- That's I, in, like, soda and shit. Yeah. I would imagine that yeah. he meant that it was his first time actually eating the vegetable corn on its own, not in a tortilla shell or chili or anything else you guys just mentioned. That's ch- oh man, I love corn. Me too. It's like I love one- growing it up. Like that's the I learned best- I learned how to to do it the really good way to barbecue it. I learned this from a fucking corn farmer sold it to me on the side of uh, nice. it's got this little thing right. You you take you peel back the husk and then you pull out all that stringy shit. Pull off a few leaves. You don't need all of them. And then you you roll the husk part back over it and dip it in water and just get it a little saturated and toss that on the grill. It keeps all the flavor in. It's so good. Oh man, that does sound good. Yeah, it's really easy. They just peel, yeah peel off like the the husk got right after you pull it off the grill. It's, it gets all soft and pull it right off easy. Oh man, that sounds great. Yeah. Just put it on the upper rack though, if you have one on your or on the I, side. You don't I want do. it right over the flame. I do have an upper rack. Do it, man. Yeah, that's not, I might I might have to run to the store after the show and get some corn. 
I'm, I trust the guy who farms it. You know what I mean? That's why I tried it out. And I was like, he's so right. And you can do the same thing to freeze it. If you dip it in the water, like do the same thing and then wrap it up in saran wrap tight. You drain a bit of like most of the water out, just toss it in the freezer. It'll keep for uh, months. Nice. Yeah. Corn nice. farmers, man. Yeah. Cause uh, like I, I, I love corn. So that would, uh, that, that all sounds great to me. Corn talk. Yeah. <laughs> two p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, oh. man. No, that's good. We're 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 getting that harvest season now, so you can eat it up, eat it up. Yeah. Well, I mean, and then, like, it, it, near it, the end, like toss them in your freezer, man. You'll have some like in December. And this says a lot about uh, the WWE product right now. Is that their second biggest pay per pay per view of the year is tonight, and we're sitting here talking about uh, ways to cook corn. Oh fuck, this <laughs> corn so good. <laughs> Toss a little margarine or butter on it, and you're, that's all you need. Like it's so add good. a little, add a little fieldy or head or monkey shaper, and you get some Adidas or some shoots and ladders. And... <laughs> I can see how you're going blind. <laughs> you know, follow the leader is going to be 20 years old. That uh, I know. porn album. Huh? I I was on uh, Google Play Music the other day, just like looking for something to listen to. And it was like, you might want to listen to Corn. Follow the leader. It's going to be 20 years old. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? That's uh, album's been around for a long time. <laughs> Kid, Kid, Rock, Kid Rock's Devil Without a Cause turned 20 yesterday. Jeez, really? <laughs> yeah. My, my discography in my head's a little mess. Was that the first one or the third one? No. The, 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 one? Follow, follow the leader was the third Corn album. The first that one was Corn. The second, yeah. first one was corn. Second one was um, life is peachy. Then follow the leader. Then issues, and then untouchables, and then um, take a look in the mirror, and then um, shit. That that was then 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 head left, and then I forgot the out the, the order after. I know the the one for the one that they did the one that they had the weird three D cover that folded out. Huh. I can't think of. They had twisted transistor, and I can't think of the title of that one. Yeah. That was about where I she was kind of my peak for that band. So, like, I know stuff from well, I, I had the first album that was a really good album, and the second one was fucking I, I'm not gonna say perfect, but it was like start to finish. I had no problems listening to it. So, it is worth noting that yesterday was actually the 20th, it was also the 20th anniversary of Follow the Leader. Which is actually yeah. actually my favorite corn album. I, I really like Life is Peachy is a very close second, but I really loved Follow the Leader. Like that was right when I was, you know, hitting my like, you know, really just getting into metal. Like Life is Peachy was around that time, like nineteen ninety-six, right? And like Follow the Leader was like, okay, this is the like this is the first corn album I'm buying like the day it comes out, you know? <laughs> and um I Apparently, mine is mine is is uh, take a look in the mirror. I like that one too, because y'all want to single say fuck that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, follow the leader has been my favorite corn album. Like I, I love the yeah. I love the cover art. It's by uh, Todd McFarlane, uh, yeah. the guy that does Spawn. He also mm -hmm. uh, directed the uh, music video for Freak on a Leash, which is based on the album art. Um, yep. Oh, okay, and, that uh, makes a lot the, of sense. The, the, I never even. Cheech, Cheech sings Eric My Eye, which is yep. the hidden track. Yep. Huh. A Calgary connection, yo. The Chonger and uh, McFarlane, both. From my city, yo. <laughs> a lot of people don't know. Well, Chong was only here for a little while, but 
Yeah. Well, it, it's funny. It, it's funny. Um, Cheech and Chong's Up and Smoke came out on DVD like right around that time. And I didn't buy it. Obviously, I didn't have a DVD player. I didn't. It, I got. I ended up watching the DVD like two or three years later. And I'm watching the commentary on it. Cheech is like, "Yeah, yeah, I re- just recorded the song with Corn, and those guys worship me." <laughs> Crazy. Mm-hmm. Fucking up and smoke. That's my city right now, dude. I am. An hour and a half away from setting the the city record for longest consecutive number of hours of smoke. Yeah, I saw you post something about that. What's that all about? Well, you guys know uh, California is having the worst fires in in history, and Montana's on fire. All of British Columbia is burning all over the fuck. There's smoke everywhere, but we're not really burning much in Alberta. You know how you guys always get those Alberta Clippers and those Nor'easters every year and you're always bitching about it, and rightfully so. Well, that's all year, man. Like, all these winds from those directions, they just converge in my city all year round. So all that smoke's coming in my city. So it's uh, we've had, like, the maximum uh, index rating of 10 out of 10 for almost two weeks straight. Wow. It's been hard to breathe, man. It's like smoking a pack a day, give or take. Damn, you damn, you damn hippies and your weed smoking. Well, it's not October 17th yet. <laughs> Soon. Uh, the weed smoking goes on in my place. <laughs> That's another Whose place altogether. doesn't have weed smoking? And come on, my brother's a certified pothead. This is true. <laughs> I actually, one of, I brought a, I have, one of the women I brought over here way back, she goes, yeah, I can tell your brother smoked pot. I can smell it. <laughs> Follow your nose. It then again, I, I, I might have smoked it a f- quite a few times in my life, too. <laughs> I get hey, off- Allegedly. I, I, I get offered it all the time, but it's always like, fuck, I gotta go work. I can't, like... Because I can't, like, if I'm high, I can't read. <laughs> it just doesn't happen. Fair enough. <laughs> Responsibilities you gotta be. Yeah, no, I gotta make the money, so... <laughs> Yeah, Got I don't. I don't know if I've ever. Uh, probably have, but I wouldn't go to work high intentionally at all. I, I've never gone to work high. I might have gone to the night job drunk a few times, but um. No. No. When I when I, when I worked I, uh, when I was a DJ at a bowling alley, I went to work high all the time. <laughs> yes, that's an actual job, DJ at a bowling alley. Yeah, I know. I know. Rock and roll. <laughs> Yeah, no. that's exactly what it was. It was rock and bowl. They have like no, a list. No, no, no. Do they have a list of what songs you have to play in which order? Because no. when I used to do rock and bowl back in the day, it was like he literally followed like the same playlist every fucking week. No, actually, ours was uh, ours was actually extreme bowling. That's what it was. Uh, <laughs> the uh, Friday and Saturday nights at the uh, AMF uh, Bowling Center in Niagara Falls. That's no longer there, and. Uh, it was, uh, no, we could play whatever the hell we want. We just had to play a variety of music was our only uh, real instruction. And also it had to be, like, clean. So that was fun. <laughs> and, like, we got really adept at, like, censoring songs on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there was that. But, uh, yeah, when I, was, when I did that, I was, I, I was high 
like all the time going to work. <laughs> yeah, I just get high and you know go to concerts and take pictures with random females. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to do it. Well, it was high, that was high end drunk, so. I was so, like, I was so high at a warp Tour one year, the only thing I remember is seeing Rancid from the line to get Alien Ant Farm's autograph. <laughs> <laughs> I was there all day, and that's the only thing I remember. <laughs> oh, God, I was so, I went to, and I didn't get, I didn't get stoned when I went to Rob Zombie's Marilyn Manson's year, but oh my God, it was just so bad. I was so drunk. I got. I ended up getting Jello shots at in the in the parking lot. So I a lot of scene missing. I I lost. I lost two fucking. Um, I bought two T-shirts. Lost them. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Um. And I no no obviously you guys saw as you guys saw no random pictures because you know the 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 hot chick ratio at fucking Weezer compared to um Marilyn Manson Rob Zombie much much different. <laughs> oh. That makes sense. I guess see Weezer having plus yeah, very different crowd. The, 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 the funny thing is, is um, uh, a couple of females that work at my night job that I, I like that I have crushes on were both at that show too, and I didn't bump into either one of them. Thank goodness. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I don't remember at all Rob Zombie's. It's like I see, I have faint blips in my head, but that's <laughs> it. <laughs> Like, I don't remember taking the picture and posting a, on Facebook. I remember Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson was pretty good. You know, he made up for the shit show he put on two years ago. And I got to hear Mob Scene, which is all I really care about when I see Manson. Because that's my favorite song. So, mm -hmm. but yeah, I, I, I remember that pretty much for the most part. But it was like, the rest of it was like, plus I bumped into an ex-girlfriend too. It was like, what the fuck? Well, it's better to run into the ex, not the future. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Rob Zombie has just said yeah a bunch, dude. Like, <laughs> it's, it's probably true. <laughs> I don't know, man. Rob Zombie puts on a really good show. Like, I wasn't a huge fan. Like, I loved White Zombie. I never really got into Rob Zombie as a solo artist, but when I saw him live, it was just like, holy shit, this is what I've been missing. <laughs> yeah, I remember a couple years ago that when I broke when I went to the concert after I, I fractured my foot because that was in the concert I went, saw was um, him corn and in this moment and I remember he 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 did his he pretty he was pretty he was pretty awesome I couldn't tell you my feeling was that kind of felt like he was doing paint by numbers but um, I'm not exactly sure because like I say I very I very seldom even remember him coming out and doing Helter Skelter with with, Man with Marilyn Manson. I barely remember, remember that, and that's the only reason I remember it is because I know I remember they were both on stage doing it. It was right <laughs> at the end of the set. So, but it was it's a good thing uh, my brother. I, I got out and I had an Uber. I'm like, yeah, you're coming to get me. <laughs> I think I was still drunk the next morning too, and he's like, yeah, we're going to get your car at like six in the morning. And I'm like. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but the six in the morning. We're gonna go get my car, but I'm gonna just sit in it and sleep for a couple of hours yeah. before we That's before right. I drive uh, home. <laughs> you no, drop because, me off. No, we, um, <laughs> we went and got coffee first, so it was okay. You know, I was uh, that was the faith was supposed to be. I was supposed to go to the Thousand Islands that day too. I get home at like ten a.m. Like, yeah, this ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> I had to wait a day to see my house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. 
Then I got ludicrous this Friday. Who the fuck's not? Well, I have. I'm going to be good during that because I have to babysit my friend Brad. So, and he, he, he's ten times. You think I'm an alcoholic? He's ten times the alcohol I am. Alcoholic I am. So. <laughs> ten, ten times the alcohol JT is. Yeah, I'm, you can tell. You can tell JT's sober because he's mush mouth left and right. So. <laughs> Um, oh man, I had an opp- I could I, I didn't uh, I, I didn't take up the opportunity to see Ludacris this year. Uh, he was in Buffalo a few weeks back, but um, I, I I saw him years and years and years ago with like Eminem and Limp Biscuit, <laughs> which is uh, like yeah, and, and and but Luda is really good in concerts, so you're gonna enjoy yourself. I'll, I'll tell yeah, you that that's what I heard. That's what I heard. Like half the people at my night job are going, so it's like. Boy, <laughs> and like I said, plus I'll have my friend, my friend Brad. You know, you know, you know the infamous Brad from yeah. my pic, my Bradisms on Facebook, and you know, by mal dozen eighteen years of friendship of, with the dude. But um, yeah, yeah, we usually go every year, and some years he gets bad, and some years he doesn't. And you know, I got to make sure he doesn't get in fight mode because you know, there might be females there that I might want to get interested in. So, you know. Oh, that's good. I was worried you were going to say he was going to fight them. <laughs> we went we went one year. I think it was 2012. It was um oh, Hinder Hinder was playing and um one of the one of his exes was there with her boyfriend that she was with that week. And I said that week cuz yeah, she that's how that's how much of a hoe this bitch was. But she was like playing playing and behind it. he was just she was so like just she kept messaging my friend but my friend all the time, but it was so we're at his house and we're pre-gaming the fair and he's going hard and he's drunk and of course he's drinking in my car and we park the car and he's pounding he's he's pretty fucked up when we get into the fair and all he wants to do is he wants to find her so she can fight he can fight beat the shit out of the the flavor of the week she was with and I'm like ah oh, fuck <laughs> so I, I get we get to the the we get to the show and I see them and I go I walk up to him like you two need to get out of here. He wants to whoops. He wants to fight. So you got to get the hell away from us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it can it can, it can be an experience hanging out with him. <laughs> oh, the uh, the odds on Vegas favorites have Brad as the winner and the random individual he fights. <laughs> Looking at it now, I don't know. It could be a swerve though if he gets really drunk. He could uh, he could cost himself a match like Johnny Gargano did last night. <laughs> he almost he almost he almost wanted to fight me in Ocean City because I was he was so he he got so trashed he could barely walk home from day drinking and I'm like holding him up. He's like, dude, let me go. I'm gonna beat your ass. You know I don't like being held. I'm like, Brett, you can't stand up. You need me to hold you up. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, Get one of those Hannibal Lecter things. You just wheel them around. <laughs> uh, Crazy. Yeah, yeah I saw. Yeah. I saw MXP. That was a pretty good show last night. I enjoyed it. I, uh, you know, I, I, I thought the ending told a really good story. It's just uh, other people apparently don't agree with me. So, <laughs> a hashtag Johnny call up. Yeah, well, probably the, what is going on. Yeah. I don't know. I like I liked the story it told because it really had a lot of callbacks to uh, the, the match they had in Chicago, that last man standing or whatever they did. Uh, yeah. not, not the last man standing, the uh, falls count anywhere. And um, so, like, 
because uh, like you know they pulled up the ring, uh, the, the the padding on the ring, and all that other stuff that they did, and the handcuffs, the double table thingy, the handcuffs, the the, the crutch, and then like yeah. they're fighting over by the entrance, and Johnny's basically got the match won, but he like he's so incensed over everything that Tommaso Ciampa's done to him over the past like two years or whatever the however long it's been since this DIY feud started and it's been a while <laughs> and, uh, and and just like he's so angry and so enraged that he just cost himself the NXT title like I thought it told a good story yeah, he'll be 205 champion in a month or two I'm sure he will be I, I just like realistically if I was booking that Ciampa would have stayed down too it would have been a draw, and then Gargano would be out of the title still, but he wouldn't have te- he wouldn't have technically lost. I don't know. Maybe no, this, but then then but you have to then you, you have, have to have to have another match. So. Then you have to have another match. But you're right. So this uh, it it does seem like yeah he's probably destined to be called up soon. Let's see him with Bezor. I think Bezor is probably gonna pop up in a couple weeks because. I mean, nothing's obviously confirmed, but they're expecting to see like a Rousey, Shayna Baszler, insert two more versus the Horsewoman at Survivor Series. Uh, yeah, I mean, the the rumor I'm hearing is uh, Baszler and Rousey against uh, Banks and Bailey at Evolution. Yeah, and they'll down kind of they have to set this whole storyline up right to get to November. So yeah, so that, yeah, that would make that. a lot of sense. I could see that happening. Mm-hmm. No, I, mean, I don't know who they fill in, they fill in the gaps because like there was two other MMA uh, people associated with Rousey's click. I think one of them was, a, was supposed to be in in developmental, but they're both in the performance center. The other two four horsewomen. Oh, they are both. Okay, yeah, they're they're both in the performance center. I don't know like how well they're progressing. I know Marl yeah. Ronaldo made reference to it on the uh, on the on the show last night. Um, oh, okay, so yeah. Huh. Well, they, I, I, I would imagine that they could have used backup plans if they don't feel the ladies are ready to have a match or at least hide one of them really well. Toss like Natty or something in there. Yeah. Right. Which would be fine. You'd probably be better, actually, if you did toss Natty in there, to be honest with you. But as good as Baszler's become and Rousey's improved, at the end of the day, if they're going up against, like, you know, Charlotte and Becky in there with Sasha and Bailey. Because there's no, there's no uh, brand anymore, right? So they could totally do this match. It might not happen, but it's not. It's easily doable without any real explanation. Or even better, just toss Basler on the other show. She's fighting with like the other two, and then they come together and do a big feud. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Lean back, back to the head. All right. Brad would be in on it, man. He knows. Brad knows. <laughs> It's not lean back, it's stand back. Nah, I was doing lean back for Negan. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Oh, I was thinking, I thought you were trying to make a ludicrous reference. Oh, hey, good call. And and you're also wrong because it's get back. (laughs) No, he has, ludicrous has a song that says stand back. Okay, sure. (laughs) All right, cool. (laughs) But he has a song called get back, so. Yeah. Like, right. They also have that song, like, Move, Get Out the Way. So it's, it's got everything covered. Move, yeah. bitch. Wait, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're right, it is Get Back, not Stand Back. I'm sorry. 
Oh no, he has a st- song called Stand Up. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I've been listening a little bit too much, so it's getting all confused. It's like, it's just giving directions, like, where to go to people. That's all his songs are, huh? <laughs> Pretty much. <Yeah. laughs> Put them all together, it's like, it's like choreography, right? <laughs> all right, no. Stand back. Get up. Move, get out the way. <laughs> You can't be pimping all over the world without a map. That's so true. Uh, We're so wasted. Anyways. <laughs> WWE SummerSlam is tonight. We've already talked about the pre-show a little bit. No! Nope. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, we might as well get through this. <laughs> I'll watch it. Even though I might be watching some of it later. Yeah, I'm the same way. I'll have it on and off and on. It's going well, up against, be- like, uh, Sharknado. I won't be watching. I won't be watching like Walking Dead lives, or because I'll be at Brad's house probably watching the shit because he invited me and because I haven't hung out with him since Ocean City. So I and we're gonna. I gotta hang out with him a little bit before we go to the fair. I see Brad's everywhere too, man. It's crazy. I don't know, man. I got like Sharknado on TVR going, Fear the Walking Dead going, and SummerSlam on the side and. I don't know. If it starts training, I'm going to go outside for a bit because I haven't been doing much of that. <laughs> be, I'm slammed your side bit. Uh, we'll nah, be... it's the smoke, man. It's just the smoke's been too much. We'll be out back yeah. watching the pay per view on the on a big, huge like makeshift screen. I was kind of I, I went out. I was looking for like white sheets, and I was going to like use some uh, mounting tape and just kind of put it up again. Put it up on my on the back of my house. <laughs> And uh, and just shoot the projector as big as I could on it. And I couldn't find any white sheets. Like I, I didn't go out till today, so like my options were pretty limited because I basically. Well, had to you go said and... your neighbor moved away. Maybe they left a few there. It's probably Maybe. a couple holes in them, but <laughs> yeah, probably. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So, but I, no, I, I wound up just going to the Dollar Tree and buying like uh, tablecloths. <laughs> that works. I figure Whatever. that it, it's white. It's flat. It'll. I just. Tape it up against the house and it'll be fine. Oh, yeah, it'll be, that'll, be, that'll totally work. Yeah, it'll be fine. So when does the sunset for you guys? Um, right now, probably eight o'clock. Yeah, like eight, eight, eight thirty, somewhere around there. So about like an hour into the show. Yeah, into the actual show. Um, we'll be out there for the pre-show too, but the, we got a decent projector, so it should be watchable at least. So. <laughs> Hey, maybe maybe you'll give some like little kids' nightmares when the Bludgeon Brothers pop up. Well, I, it, it, it'll be watchable in the sense uh, as watchable as WWE can be. <laughs> oh, good. Okay, <laughs> let's say that. Uh, okay, I was, um, I was gonna say. Speaking of white sheets, guess where I'm going next summer? I have to go next summer. Clan rally? No, um, <laughs> close. Um, um, Nashville. I'm going to Nashville, Tennessee next summer because my cousin's getting married and they're having the wedding in Nashville. What month? Uh, August. It's going to be oh, at the okay. end of August. Uh, so another trip I can't afford that I've got to freaking figure out how I'm going to pay for. Yay! <laughs> Alright, go back, back, back to as we were. <laughs> <laughs> so we've already uh, glanced, uh, glossed over the uh, pre-show, the B-team uh, defend against uh, the revival for the Raw Tag Team Championship: Rusev and Lana versus Andrade, CM and Almas, and Zelina Vega in a tag team mixed tag team match, and uh, Cedric Alexander defending the cruiserweight title against Drew Gulak, with Gentleman Jack Gallagher and Brian Kendrick banned from ringside. Uh, 
So on the main show, uh, we'll start at the bottom. Oh, oh sorry. Sorry, sorry. Awesome. Oh, you, re- you said Summer Slam card, and I fell asleep. Sorry. <laughs> we'll start at the bottom of the, uh, of the uh, list on Wikipedia here. Uh, Daniel Bryan takes on The Miz. This is a match we've... Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people are actually looking forward to. Brian, Brian, I think all but confirmed he signed a contract, or he did, right? I've I've heard rumors that he's signed a contract. I haven't heard that he's confirmed that he's signed. I glanced a at something in the news. I didn't really do the news this week. I just used uh, Squirrel Circles. There's so much of it that three weeks they covered enough. But yeah. I I swear it said something about. Oh no! Here we go. It's why it's taking so long to renew his WWE deal. So nothing is, according to this, from Angry Mark. Okay, I, I've heard that he wants to resign. I heard he's staying. So I would imagine, I'd imagine he goes over here if he's. You know, I'm I'm at the opposite mindset. I'm thinking if he's Miz staying because I'm, I'm saying beginning. You, well, I guess it's the beginning of the feud. Okay, They're like like the actual matches have just begun. Like. The rivalry build-ups eight years in the making, but the and those videos this week I did watch some of both shows, not all, even close to half of each, but but those segments were pretty good. Yeah, it makes me feel like this is not going to be one and done. This is going to be ongoing, and he's okay. the face, so it's the chase. Fair enough. I I could uh, I I see your I, I see I see that line of thinking. I you are probably correct in that. And they could do some fuckery and shenanigans and all that. Yeah, sure. Miss the win. Yeah. Toss a baby at him or something like they did before. <laughs> right. We've got... That's football season. Siski comes out. You know, yeah. everything. Man. Yeah. Bring right. it all together. Yeah. Little Jimmy and shit. Finn Balor takes on Baron Corbin again. See, this is the other way around. I think this one's got to end. I would imagine it's got to. I mean, it's been going on for... It feels like it's been going on forever. It's only been since, like, the last pay-per-view. They yeah. Had, they had the match at Extreme Rules that Finn won, and then there was a thing on, uh... There was a match on Raw that Corbin won, and now this is the rubber match, so you figure Finn's gotta win and move on. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm thinking the same thing. Hopefully. Actually, I'm not looking at the Vegas thing. Yeah, they got Finn, too. Oh, they got Miz as well. Okay. Okay. This all can change. I mean, it's early in the day. This always does throughout as the leaks get out. We've got Shinsuke Nakamura defending the United States Championship against Jeff Hardy. I, uh, Nakamura's got to retain here, right? Uh, it's, it's the Randy Orton thing. Well, the, the Randy Orton thing. And also, Jeff Hardy's like, isn't he nursing an injury, like a lower back injury? Him and uh, Matt, I know Matt's Matt, Him and Matt both. Because Matt's, okay. uh, Matt's got, the, uh, got the fusion thing going on in the lower back. And Jeff's been not doing the swanton at like house shows and stuff like that because his, his back's been bothering him. Mm, that sucks, actually. We've been, we've been hearing these rumors of Jeff like, oh, that, that was, you know, Randy Orton beating up Jeff Hardy was Jeff being written off TV. And then this past, yeah. this past Friday on Smack, or Tuesday on SmackDown, he hit two swanton bombs. So, like, who knows? Oh, I, maybe this could be a good match then if he's still hitting swantons. Yeah. I don't remember that match at all. So I'll take your word for it. He did it, but I was thinking, shit, if he's hurt, this match could have been a lot better, but maybe it will be good. I guess Nakamura winning still makes sense, though, doesn't it? So yeah, he he's a super odds-on favorite. 
Yeah, I that makes imagine. sense there too. We've got Carmella defending the SmackDown Women's Championship in a triple threat match with Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. Yeah. Carmella wins fuckery? Uh, I think so. Yeah. I mean, the, the story is really Charlotte and Becky anyway, right? From what I've seen, like, the resentment thing, because Charlotte kind of worked her way into the, the story, right? Yeah. Well, I would say, well, the, my thinking of Carmella winning is, like, okay, you know, that sucked, let's put it behind us, and then that leads us going into, like, November and going into, like, if they were going to do the four horsewomen of M- yeah. four horsewomen thing that we were discussing earlier. That's uh, a good point, and I didn't even put that in there into that as a factor. That makes a lot, a lot of sense. Yeah. If to make that happen, like, why with the title? Well, I guess Carmelo could have like a rematch at uh, it's how many weeks away is it to the Evolution deal? That's uh, it's in like October, so it's a couple of months still. Oh, okay. Thought it was sooner for some reason, but yeah, there's Hell in a, a Cell there's, is next, right? Uh, Hell in a Cell is next, yes. <laughs> uh, and okay, then, um, yeah, Carmella. I think Mella is money for this one. Yeah, I would imagine. Um, okay, so uh, the next one we have is Dolph Ziggler defends the Intercontinental Championship uh, with Drew McIntyre in his corner against Seth Rollins with Dean Ambrose in his corner. I think. Uh, are we anticipating the Dean Ambrose heel turn? Well, it's inevitably happening. The question is, really, it's, does it happen tonight? Right. I don't know. I mean, he looks like a heel with his new look. Um, so, like, like, this is what I don't... Like, okay, he's going to... Say he costs Seth Rollins the match tonight, and now they're going to go on and have a match at Hell in a Cell because Seth Rollins is angry that Dean Ambrose cost him the Intercontinental title. But, yeah. like, what's in it for Dean Ambrose to turn on him and cost him the title if he's going to fight him at the next pay-per-view. Like, why Why not let him win the title and then turn on him? <laughs> but it's WWE. I didn't even... Oh, it's, WWE, it's WWE, and of course, Dolph Ziggler's going to win with because Dean Ambrose is going to cost Seth Rollins the match. I'm thinking we, we haven't even seen the program of two-on-two two yet, and that's got to happen first. You think? Okay. Well, I mean, Seth and, and True versus... Like I, I kind of expect that to have a few matches, like at least to another pay per view. And all right, I, I mean the title could still switch, and you could still have that program too. So sure. I mean, it's not dependent on a title. I think this is a tough call on the outcome, but I just, I just don't see the heel turn tonight. It just seems a little early. Like I know this company would do it because they fucking do, but <laughs> it, nonetheless, it just makes more sense to like. You can. You guys have a natural program for these guys to keep them busy for a little while. Sure. And there could be some good matches, man. Like, why not do it? I actually kind of want to see that program, though I'm a little biased. Sure. Well, I can also see, uh, yeah, they could save this Seth Rollins-Dean Ambrose thing for Survivor Series in November. See that yeah. happening? That's, that's uh, the next, like, one of the big four that's coming up. And so, if they have any interest in doing another shield thingy before they split them, that's also got to happen. Right. WrestleMania is like a year off. Like, the shield turn could be, it could be tonight, but it could also fucking be in like February. Also true. I guess uh, we'll see tonight. We've I'm got- glad Dean's not trying to like fight the bald anymore, though. That, that was a good move. Yeah. <laughs> as much shit as people gave the Corbin head shaving with no payoff. Like, I. They, they would have had to put him into a hair versus 
something match and nah, it's fine. Just get rid of that shit. <laughs> we couldn't. We, we couldn't. Yeah, looks like you're right. The short bus, Diener. We couldn't do Dean Ambrose versus uh, Baron Corbin in a hair versus hair match that ends in a draw and they both have to get their head shaved. Yeah, I guess that's. <laughs> we could have done that. <laughs> okay, that could have that could have been fun. I don't know. Uh, that's true. With, that's uh, true. With the crazy Dean Ambrose promos going into it, come on. That would have been that would have been great. Oh well, whatever. Uh, number uh, we've got uh, Braun Strowman versus Kevin Owens, and the match is for the Money in the Bank contract, which. I mean, they've got Monster in the Bank t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> How many more of those do you think they're going to sell? I don't know. What? I don't, That's I, a big question, Mark. That's an interesting, interesting match, interesting step. Because I think there's three matches kind of all interrelated. Obviously, if the cash-in happens later, and even if it doesn't change hands. You also have the placement of the Rousey match. Sure. All of them, like, if you see this match early... Not a surprise, but I think it would have something to do with giving you a hint to when the other match placements happen and what might happen in those matches. Like if the Rousey one goes last, I think it's like a chance you see a cash in. Actually, oh fuck, you could see Owen's side with Heyman. So yeah, much, ooh. so much shit. And and I know Owens doesn't need a mouthpiece. Hell, he didn't need Jer- Jericho as a partner. Both those guys had the gift on the mic, but that would be such Man. a cool pair. Yeah, I, I see Strowman, I, I, like, they've booked Owens into oblivion, so I, see, yeah. I still see Strowman winning the, this particular match. Whether he cashes uh, in later or not is another story, but... Um, I think you're probably right, but I, I really like the opposite potential. Like, I, I also, so well, I, you know I'm a Kevin Owens fan. I own three Kevin Owens t-shirts. Like, <laughs> That's why you're always at Golden Corral, man. You're hoping this the week. <laughs> <you know>? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, eat Kevin eat, but I I don't know if, <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know I don't know what we'll get. I mean I I this is one of the matches I will be trying my best to tune in for because it's such a long show. There's no way I'm gonna sit down for seven, but I'm gonna have. Uh, I'm, not, I, 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 I'm gonna I'm yeah. probably leaving Brad's house at like ten thirty because you know I got work tomorrow. I got fourteen hours of work tomorrow. I can't fucking sit watch seven hours of fucking crap. I think you'll see this match, though. I, I expect this one should be within the first hour, hour and a half of the main show. I think... I, I think, think that. And you know what? If, if there is a cash-in, or even, at least an attempt, it doesn't even have to happen officially. He could still run out one of the guys and get beat down or a fight. We'd probably give him a rest, too, right? Yeah. Oh. And it's a bigger match, too, because you've got to spread it out. You're going to have... We're only not even halfway through the card yet. <laughs> Are no, we? no, well, yeah, we're we're almost done. We got four matches left. Oh, okay. So yeah, but I need a drink. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah I, I could, I could see this going. I I still say it's going to be Strowman, but I could I would love to see Kevin Owens win. Doesn't isn't that basically he can lose the case anyway yes. except for pinning him? The, I basically if Owens wins the match. Doesn't matter in how. any way, right? In any way, if Owens yeah. wins the match, he wins the briefcase, which is why they had those uh, bullshit matches with Jinder Mahal for the last couple of weeks. Where, oh look, uh, Kevin Owens got Strowman counted out. Oh look, Kevin Owens got Strowman disqualified. Like he could lose the briefcase just like that. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Well, fuckery, man. Let's do this, man. Good fuckery here. Yes, I. Bron- 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 B
I'm with you, especially if we... I, I would love to see Paul Heyman <laughs> representing Kevin Owens. If they could even do, like, another match for the briefcase in the rematch, which they probably would do, and put it on a pool or Hell in the Cell for it. There you go. Hell in the Cell, Owens, Strowman. And you know, what, you know what's great is... is uh... They've shown over the last few weeks that Paul Heyman is can be very deceptive. So, like, his, you know, realignment with Brock Lesnar on Monday could just be him fucking with Brock Lesnar. Sure. But yeah, it, absolutely. It's WWE. He can miss, miss Lesnar tonight, right? It's WWE. I don't give the writers uh, credit to come up with that on their own. <laughs> But well, it, a lot of a lot of potential. I mean, it's got our interest, which is a good thing. Sure. You know, I mean, I'm more interested in uh, in the match for the briefcase than I am in an actual match they could cash in. Even though I am kind of interested in that, but that's more for the crowd. You know. Speaking of matches with no interest, uh, the Bludgeon yeah. Brothers defended the SmackDown Tag Team Titles against the New Day. I think it's the Bludgeon Brothers go over here, but I don't know why. I have no idea what the storyline, if there is one for this match at all. They haven't done. I think there's just been random tag matches, as far as I can tell. I've been skipping most of them. So yeah, they they haven't done anything to make the Bludgeon Brothers look like they have any chink in the armor uh, when it comes to uh, you know anything. Like they've been putting them in like the two on three matches the last few weeks with the local talent. You know. Right. Right. It's like yeah. Okay. They had the the triple threat on Tuesday, and I'm sitting there like, you guys know there was a group called the Triple Threat, right? <laughs> like it was Shane Douglas and Chris Candido and Bam Bam Bigelow. Like, does this ring a bell to anybody? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, well, whatever. It was like when they did that pay per view in Pittsburgh, and Booker T was on the pre show, and he's like, "Oh, the Roman Reigns, the franchise." Like, you did not just fucking say that in Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, I don't see the Bludgeon Brothers losing this either. Uh, AJ Styles defends the SmackDown WWE Championship against Samoa Joe. Yeah, I hope you get to see that one, JT, because that that's the match I think should be should be the sh steal the show. Really, I mean, really, and that, <laughs> some good talent on tonight's card, to be honest. If, if you you got to remember, these guys have been stealing the show wherever they've been, whenever they've been against each other. Which, hmm. you know, isn't saying much, because where have they been? <laughs> you know, but, uh, I get well, they, you know, they were in TNA, and they were in ROH, and everywhere they go, they are, like, a, a hell of a match to watch, and it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a great match, and I, I don't see, I don't see Joe winning. <laughs> I don't either, unless it's like, uh, the AJ Styles' wife thing plays a role on it. Right, you know, like the actress who played Claire Lynch runs out pretending to be his wife, and that's what I want. <laughs> oh, that would be brilliant! So good. It won't happen. You know, she's never no. again wrestling again. <laughs> yeah, she's married to Popeye, if we remember correctly. Yeah, there, there's, there, there's. I mean, that was the seed they planted. Now that could be down the road too. Like we could see this rematch go all the way into the new year, for all we know. Oh God, we're gonna have a uh, ladder match for the custody of AJ's kids, aren't we? Good, it really could. It's like seven of them too, man. So that's a lot of matches. Each well, kid gets a match. Well, yeah, wouldn't be the first time we've had a ladder match in WWE for the custody like, of somebody's kid. At the end of each match, when Joe wins, he's like tattooing over top of a name on the side of his body. There, just scratching. <laughs> it 
One by one. <laughs> Alexa Bliss defends the Raw Women's Championship against R Ronda Rousey. I can see fuckery happening here. I just, I think, I think this is the dark horse realistically to be the main event where Rousey wins go off the air. I think we're we're kind of sitting here and we're talking about all these other title matches and we haven't really said, hey, you know, this is where the this is where a title's going to switch, other than possibly the Intercontinental title so far. Um, yeah. So I and mean, this, this this seems like a switch, which this, again, this company will. A good history of, of, you know, intentionally not going that route, but and and summer, but SummerSlam is like the the time for change. It seems like like that's where Daniel Bryan won the WWE Championship. You know, and uh, you know, t maybe tonight is the coronation of one particular individual, and it's not Roman Reigns because that could happen tomorrow night. Sure, I. uh... And we've we've got an announcement for Evolution, right? Didn't we get uh, they announced Alexa Bliss yeah. to wrestle Trish Stratus? So a lot of people are like saying, "Oh, it's a spoiler or something." Give it away. It's like, well, technically she has the belt right now when they put the news out. Yeah. So that for her not to have the belt wouldn't make sense. That, that yeah that that doesn't that doesn't mean shit that she's got the belt in the promo picture that they used because yeah. the current promo picture of Alexa Bliss is Alexa Bliss with the Raw Women's Championship. So mm -hmm. I I could see Ronda Rousey winning this, and then you get her like a a huge name opponent, you know, somebody from the current roster. She could go against um, Oscar, Oscar, uh, Charlotte. Yeah, a lot of potential. It's a, the match that they talked about had said nothing to do with it being a title match. They just mentioned, and I read it to be sure. Exactly, wow. and, I, and I think uh, I, I think it would make the most sense for if, if Bliss is wrestling Trish Stratus, and didn't they already say that all of the titles or all the women's titles are going to be on the line, right? The the SmackDown, the Raw, and the NXT women's titles are all going to be on the line at this pay per view, right? Yeah, so we just don't know who will have them. It doesn't make it, it doesn't. I don't see Alexa Bliss defending the women's title against Trish Stratus. That's the other side of it, yeah. It's, it's like a one-off special match. Like, no, I feel like a foregone conclusion that, now, that Trish would lose. Now, the other Go thing, ahead. the other thing is, is we do have Hell in a Cell between now and then. Yeah. So that's true. there's all there's another opportunity for Bliss to lose the title, not necessarily to Ronda Rousey. Yeah. I I don't know. I can I can see them putting it on Ronda Rousey tonight, especially as as you stated earlier that if the if this is the final match of the pay-per-view. Yeah. I mean the, the flip side of it is that you get the opposite of what I'm talking about is Roman does win the title, Rousey loses due to fuckery, heel tactics. You put him in a fucking hell in the cell so Bliss can't run away and no interference can happen. Sure. Rousey wins the belt. So, you know, it's a very viable outcome both ways. Have logic to them. Eh, sure, you know another again. This is another one of the matches I, I have an interest in because I like the potential for both outcomes. It, they make sense, which is something I don't get to say often enough with the WWE. So and, I'll fuck it up, but right now I'm happy. So and of course the last match we need to talk about: Brock Lesnar defends the Universal Title against Roman Reigns, and we the, no one gives a fuck. Skip. Yeah, basically. Well, basically, so to that. Well, I, and, and here's the thing: is when I first uh, said something on Facebook, like, "Who's planning to watch SummerSlam?" Most of the responses I got were everything but the main event. 
Everything yeah. but Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Nobody wants to fucking see Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar for, what is this, like the fifth time now? Yeah. So, I mean, no, people barely wanted to see it that first time when <laughs> Seth Rollins cashed in and won the, won the title. Um, yeah, this match is probably all going to be to the crowd. Probably not going to get a cash in, even though it would be sweet if we did. Or at least an attempt. So I read rumors uh, a while back uh, that said it depends on the reaction Roman Reigns gets. If Roman yeah, gets, they could call it audible. They if, could. if Roman gets a positive reaction, Roman wins the title and then loses it on Raw to Braun Strowman. If, oh, and they do the cash in the next... I don't, they wouldn't have to, but yeah, if, I guess that, that totally could happen. So sure. If Roman gets booed, he beats Brock Lesnar, but Strowman cashes in tonight. Well, I, and this show's in New York. Could be tomorrow, too, though. This show, well, Raw's in New York tomorrow, too. That's also true. Uh, but this show's yeah. in New York, and New York is not going to fucking cheer Roman Reigns. So if, if that rumor that I alluded to is to be believed, Braun Strowman's walking out world's uh, universal champion tonight. I don't know how true, you know, I only saw that once and I don't know like what site I saw it on or anything. So I, I don't know, you know, take that with a grain of salt. Because I, I highly doubt WWE is going to book their second biggest pay-per-view of the year and the main event of the second biggest pay-per-view of the year based on the crowd reaction that one guy gets when he walks through the curtain when they know what the crowd reaction is already going to be because of what city they're in. Yeah. And they, they put themselves in the situation. I have zero sympathy if, when the crowd shits all over it. I, I'm in fact, I like that now because I know what to expect. And I want to see it the train wreck. Yeah. I want it, man. Like, it's, it's going to be different. It's going to stand City, out on the show. It's New like York City loves matches. a good train wreck. New York City loves a good train wreck. Reference, yeah. WrestleMania 10. <laughs> Not 10, 20. WrestleMania 20. No 10. You can put 10 in there, too. <laughs> What, the Bam Bam Bigelow versus, and Luna versus Doink and Dink? <laughs> Men on yeah, a Mission dude. versus the Quebecers or whatever the fuck that was. <laughs> they, they, that's also one of the reasons where it doesn't... Like, a title's not even switching and, and a cash and failing and at the end of it, everything's fucked. It's a total viable outcome. Because they're going to be there tomorrow night. And it's the second half of the story. It's part two of Infinity War. Everybody dies. I don't feel so good. I'm like half the crowd's gone. <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> so good. Mr. McMahon, I don't... It's... it's... I'm looking forward to seeing what these outcomes are and how well our uh, predictions go. Roman, <laughs> Roman's gonna go. Hey, Vince, remember that really old WrestleMania when Hulk <laughs> slammed Andre? Yeah, I mean, realistically... I'd say, what, maybe 80% chance this is the, head, the headliner final match of the show. Sure. I, I think the Rousey thing is a, it's a realistic but unlikely. But if it does happen that we see it early, then a fuckery finish is almost all but guaranteed. Sure. question is, what kind of fuckery are we dealing with? That I have no idea, because there's a lot of potential. So it's a good match on paper because the outcome is so hard to really know. And that's a good thing. They have, a, they have a lot of potential. They'll fuck it up, probably, yeah. But again, it's like a couple of the matches I said earlier. Like I, right now, I'm happy. 
they've done their job. I can't say I've been that way for a couple of years with this company. You know, I try to like it, but it's hard. Like how you guys know, JT just gave up, so fuck it. And I don't blame him. <laughs> Right. Yeah, uses beat up BF radio as an excuse to drink and sh shoot the shit with you guys. Yeah, basically, basically, that's why I'm here. That's why we shut down sponsorships because it's like we don't ha now we don't have to be here on Sundays. We can show up when we feel like it. <laughs> Which well, like I said, my whole my whole hiatus this summer was basically, and it wasn't. It's not because I hate doing this. It's just because you know what we're down. To, we're doing an hour show now, and you know what? Yeah. I can't give up a Sunday. For, to 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 spend to just spend an hour talking on the phone. I got I can but, do that in the middle of winter. I can do that when it's colder out. Like yeah, do it sure. when it's rainy out. Sure. You know? I, I I just you know having those last couple of weeks off was just like heaven. Like yeah, I can I, I have my Sunday. Like what 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 do I do now? <laughs> you know. Uh -huh. Like unfortunately, I had a wake to go to last week, but we li we stayed for like five minutes and came back home. Um, oh, like in Clark, she tipped over the casket. We did not click. We did not tip <laughs> over the casket. <laughs> Bad religion comes on. You're running. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've been there. We've all been there, dude. It's cool. Yeah. He had a picture of himself with the Wyndham Wizard on the on the. Uh, they had like a collage. And yeah. Like, hey, look at that. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's run through this uh, news real quick, and we'll we'll get out of here and post this, and then people can. Hopefully, get a chance so the, to listen to it before the before SummerSlam. So the the most epic the most epic thing this summer is when you called me while I was at Pizzeria Udo's eating pizza and drinking beer. I think that was pretty epic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, Cold Cabana sues CM Punk for stealing his comedy jobber gimmick and using it in UFC. Says uh, KL44 on on uh, Reddit. It's lawyer in time. Yeah. If you have a back, CM Punk has a knife. Says Corey Graves. Cabana's lawsuit contends Punk promised to help him out with the legal bills they amassed fighting the defamation lawsuit. Cabana claims Punk told him in a text that he would be 100% covered. Punk has failed to keep that promise, leaving him with unpaid legal bills totaling $513,736, according to the lawsuit. Punk asked Cabana to pay half of the legal fees, which comes out to $256,868, saying, You're on your own. Cabana is asking for $200,000 in general damages, along with $1 million in punitive and exemplary damages, according to the lawsuit. The lawsuit claims Brooks acted with fraud, malice, and oppression towards Colton with the deliberate intention of causing Colton harm. Uh, this is like news from when it first broke. Yeah. There's a little more, like that, that figure of $256,000, um, that was like at the point in 2016. And then. They dropped Colt from his team, so he had to get his own lawyer. He had to pay for that out of his own pocket. And then they eventually went back to the other lawyer, but it's not like the other bill was gone. And the other thing that actually, this is the reason I'd say Cabana side 100% on this. Uh, tell us something else comes out to change my mind. When they were told to either take the podcast down or face these charges, Punk told them to keep it up. He paid the legal fees. If Colt took it down, there would have been no trial, no debt, done. So how do you, how do you, you know what I mean? Like, how, how sure. can you not take Cabana aside? Unless there's something we don't know. Right. And then fair enough. I, I don't, I mean, I like CM Punk's matches. I enjoyed his character. But dude, right now, I, that guy's a no, fucking asshole. No, right now he's coming across, yeah, he, he's coming across well, as a total douchebag. Yeah. Well, well, Z-Pack. Yeah, he needs a few of them, man. Yeah. 
that's just shit, man. I feel like that, that, that's what really pissed me off about it more than anything. It's just like, well, you agreed to keep it up based on this one principle. And then you, no matter what happens going forward, no matter what the friendship was, unless it's something really heinous, like, you know, Chris Benoit, somebody or some shit. Like it would have to be right. Like, yeah. how do you justify uh, him losing this trial? I don't know. I don't know. Definitely keep an eye on that and keep you posted here on Board Wrestling Fan Radio. That's like four four years rolling, man. That's almost a sponsor show. Yeah, crazy. Today I learned when CM Punk found out that the writers weren't invited to the WrestleMania 28 after party, he took them all out to dinner himself. He said he was going to pay himself, but when the bill came, he said, Sorry guys, you're on your own. Uh, that from Cricket Bandit on Reddit. <laughs> so let me get this straight. Randy Orton pulls out his dick, touches himself, then asks new writers to shake his hand with no consequences, but when I do the same thing to Becky Lynch at Comic-Con, they remove me from the convention and file charges? Talk about double standards. That from Oh Hi Danny on Reddit. Today I learned when Randy, Orton, when Randy Orton found out that the writers weren't invited to the WrestleMania 28 after party, he consoled them with a firm handshake. That from uh, NDQ21 on Reddit. Oh, that was a good one. I, the story is apparently Miz uh, took all the writers out because they weren't invited to the, the after party. He bought them all dinner during the party instead of going to it. But as people just having fun with it. Fuck, that's so smart, that Randy Orton one. Fucking <laughs> that's, uh, I guess after SmackDown this week, like they had a dark match that Randy Orton was in, and he <laughs> walked up to like some of the staff, like the WWE staff, and offered a handshake, and they all laughed about it. So. <laughs> yeah, the, I, the podcast, the story came from, was like 2012 or 13. Yeah. Um, MLW guys, Court uh, Bauer was talking about it. Who knows? I mean, obviously, that's completely unacceptable behavior if it's Absolutely. true, but it's all allegedly, so, you right. know, I mean, what are you going to do? I haven't you make watched... fun of it on the internet, that's what you Exactly. <laughs> I haven't watched Raw in a few months, so let me tell you how bad it is, says Jaundice Manatee on Reddit, and uh, they indicate that it is pretty bad. Shinsuke is on his way out, tired of being burned by Mick Hit... What's that? He wants to stay? Fuck him! Manu Japan doesn't need him and filled that void years ago, says River for a Song on Reddit. <laughs> WWE kidnapped Matt Riddle, says Phil DePayne on Reddit. So Manu, Japan, uh, so Manu Japan Pro Wrestling called Riddle and said if he wanted to show some work rate in Japanese bingo halls and then the evil E offered him a contract with actual money and he accepted it! Probably because oh they forced him to do that. This is the worst thing ever. Somebody should kill Evie... Evilly employees, Beaver done first because of this. I mean, WWE shouldn't offend my intellectual ability and be clear about this, releasing a statement in which they say, We stole Riddle because we hate work rate and we're afraid that New Japan Pro Wrestling and the glorious impact might run us down by selling 4XL shirts, so we have to kidnap and bully people. Also, fuck JBL. Ball game! <laughs> Meltzer said something. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, hold on. I, I scrolled down too far. Why is BBC covering our god for things like for things like that? It happened a couple of days ago and he's sorry. Meltzer is a perfect being. He never says nonsense things or starts witch hunts on people who did nothing. It was taken out of context like all the time and he made comments on women. Also, Orton should be fired for something he may have made a, he may or may not have done 10 plus years ago. 
Uh, that from Batch Ibuzuk on Reddit. Meltzer said something that offended people got called out and apologized. What an amazing person. Fuck all the wrestlers and fans that got mad at him, says ES84 on Reddit. Fuck Hulk Hogan. He only apologized because he got caught. He's a shitty person. No wrestler or fan should accept him back. Brother. Kevin Sullivan says, I may have killed Benoit and his family, but at least I didn't fat shame Peyton Royce, says Terry Broomstick on <laughs> Reddit. <laughs> I, Peyton. Oh, Peyton. So, ah, gotcha. That, there was something about Hogan I saw on my feed last night where he, he was quoted saying, I have to paraphrase this, that the people who wouldn't accept his apology, like the other wrestlers who wouldn't accept his apology, and as far as we know, there are four of them, and they're all black. Just saying, word for, not word for but almost word for word is what he said, is they didn't understand the brotherhood of wrestling. I just pulled up the article. Yeah, I see that. That's exactly what the headline is. Wrestlers who aren't forgiving don't understand the brotherhood of wrestling. Brother. Brother. Jack. <laughs> Dude. 38 Meanwhile, like, four brothers standing up accept this apology. Is this a fucking... Foot in the mouth moment for I, 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 have a, I have a few friends on my feed who are African American as this, uh, guys, and man, their comments were insane. <laughs> I am fucking read that shit. They're, they're, those guys are rightfully so in a lot of ways mad. Sure. They grew up watching that guy, so. 38 yeah. words of a forgotten apology tweet in 38 days. Day one, I'd by Boot Nation, <laughs> Boot Nation on Reddit. Wrestling Observer News, uh, Wrestling Observer Radio, Meltzer's 36-minute apology ratings. Uh, from Poncho Sweater on Reddit. Uh, one, I'm completely sorry. Ha half star. No, one and a half stars, excuse me. Two, I wish women were judged far less than they are. Two and three quarter stars. Three, when she said, do you want us to starve? It hit me, it hit me hard, and I was so sorry about that. Three stars. Four. I learned a lesson, and I know what my beliefs are. One star. Five. I don't know how many times I've apologized today, and this is just another one. One quarter star. <laughs> Six. I'm really mad at myself for saying it. Two stars. The Miz has got a really good physique. Four and a half stars. You just, you don't talk on a forum like this without saying something stupid. Six stars. <laughs> Oh, they're almost all about Meltzer because they're so good. Yeah, I'm appalled by Meltzer's comments about Peyton Royce. Also, Alexa Bliss must be doing sexual favors backstage to get her push, and Charlotte is manly and uses the flair name to keep her spot. I'm a feminist, by the way. Naya is fat too, says Diva Fap one on Reddit. <laughs> what? And use her name. Sorry. So good. Has Meltzer released his ratings for all incel yet? Asks Rumbaba on Reddit. I know it's not till September, but I assume the Cody, Okada, and Omega matches have already been given six stars. <laughs> I had a buddy who, uh, he had, uh, extra tickets for All In. And I was, like, considering going, but I have a thing the night before, so I would actually have to had fly, I would have had to have flown into Chicago. And then it was like, okay, so, like, once I get to the airport, how much is an Uber ride? from the airport to the uh to the venue and that was like 44 bucks and i was like yeah i can't afford that <laughs> yeah plus the flight plus the flight the flight would have been like 200 i figured i wasn't gonna fly i was only gonna fly the one way um and i was just gonna bust back the next day because i wouldn't have to worry about like 
and if I didn't have the thing the day before, I would have bust in, but like, yeah, it's not worth that much to me. <laughs> I'll maybe maybe get it on the, uh, you know, on-demand thing they're doing the pay-per-view. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, so. Oh, well, that kind of sucks, but you got shit to do, you got shit to do. Yeah, we got that uh, Yellow Sauce CD release uh, the night before, and uh, that's all the banana posts and everything, all the yellow stuff that's been going up on my Facebook page. If anybody's friends with me there, and like you, you put that banana thing in the pre the pre show chat, and I'm like, I gotta find this and share this with the, with the Yellow Sauce dudes. Hashtag Sauce Month. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, so um. I, I'm sure All In is going to be a great show. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing it one way or another. I'm, I'm sure I'll, I'll watch some of it at least. Yeah, I'm sure I'll have. It's a, is that a Sunday night show? That is on September That's, 1st, which is a Saturday night. It is a Saturday. So I guess I'll probably that... see some of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, sure. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be. Not be not remembering Ozzy Osbourne in concert on September first. <laughs> well, yeah, you got other things to do. I'm sure we'll we'll see somebody bite a, a head off a pigeon too. <laughs> Hard and, times. And then they will Hard wrestle times. the head of the pigeon, and Jim Cornette will complain about it. Of course. That's 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 why that's our predictions for all in. We'll see you in September. No. <laughs> Ah, we'll probably be back next week. Hopefully, we'll be able to go on the air next week. We we had some trouble this week, but that's all right. We'll we'll figure that out and take care of it. I'll do that like after SummerSlam. I'll come in here. I'll just restart the server and see if we can get it back up and running. I don't know what the hell happened. <laughs> Anyways, anybody have anything they would like to add? Hashtag free Brad. I don't know. <laughs> Brad's free. He doesn't. He doesn't need to be free. Freed. He's already free. I'm I at, give him a couple hours. I get drunk and <laughs> shenanigans will ensue. I'm at think so Joe for at G of the internet at random redhead at book junkie Jaina at Mark underscore noise at El Generico. We are at board wrestling fan. That's board wrestling fan without vowels. Facebook.com slash board wrestling fan. Listen to this uh, podcast whenever we feel like doing one when it actually works on boardwrestlingfan.com Sundays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Whenever we feel like it. Download us wherever podcasts are sold. We'll see you soon. Just just don't do it whenever you feel like it. Do it all the time. Probably next week. We'll we'll see you. (laughs) Candyman.